welcome to another episode of Eccentric and Extinct, a quirky solo cast about the oddities in the past, present, and future. My name is Kat, and today we'll be talking about the strange occurrence of mysterious footprints left in odd circumstances over time. I did kind of steer the clues on my social this week for more to do with crime scenes, and I will definitely be doing episodes on some weird crime scenes and true crime cases that had bizarre things that were left behind, but I feel like those would do better as individual episodes and not really a collection episode. But this week, I wanted to discuss odd phenomena of phantom footprints that have been found with no explanation on how they could even exist. If you want to see visuals to follow along with this week's episode, check out at eccentric.extinct on Facebook slash Instagram and at eccentricxtinct on Twitter for this week's photos. For today's topic, I am talking possible devil and phantom kangaroo footprints. Yep, mysterious ghost kangaroos. Guess there's kind of a legend now for everything at this point. But we are going to start with one that creeps me out the most. Let's set the scene. It's a cold, chilly night in East and South Devon, England. The year is 1855, and Viscount Palmerston had just become Prime Minister. Queen Victoria was still rocking being the monarch and mother to eight children, and the Crimean War was still raging on with Russia. But for Devon, on the night of February 8th, the area continued to be blanketed in a sheet of white snow. It had been continuously snowing over the course of a few days, and the town was experiencing one of the coldest winters in history. People were generally staying inside as much as they could, so it was basically a ghost town and very little movement was happening during the night. Yet, overnight and into the next two days, a series of hoof-like marks appeared in the snow. Now my first thought was this is bound to be a horse, right? But, according to the locals, the tracks had been freshly made each night that the phenomenon was occurring. The footprints were around 4 inches long and 3 inches wide. The track moved in a perfect straight line with no impression of the figure having stopped or slightly moving off the straight path. The prints were spaced 8 to 16 inches from each other, which did not match up with any of the strides of the animals known at that time. The track was measured to continue onwards up to 100 miles. Some speculated that the marks looked like they had been scorched or burned into the snow, which I don't know how that would work out. Usually when you set something hot on a soluble liquid, it just melts, right? Yet, people described it as if the footprints had branded the snow. Now let's talk about where a mysterious creature was heading. Our casual spectators seemed to have jumped over 12-foot-high walls, climbed up on some roofs, took a nice stroll along the narrow fencing of the town, went sightseeing through people's barns, assassin creed some haystacks, frolicked through some gardens, took a skate across some frozen lakes, and walked up to some of the town folks' homes, and then just walked away. Yeah, I would say this was one busy creature. Local papers described the footprints as being donkey-like, but due to the length of the stride, it seemed it was probably made by some two-footed animal. It would further be supported as this creature had jumped over the 12 foot high garden walls and had not caused damage to any of the shrubs or plants located in the gardens. Of course, with mystery and intrigue, people began to speculate what or who was the daring intruder. The most well-known theory is that it was the devil himself, having a little laugh at the chaos and fear that was spreading throughout the town. 
People stated that the devil moved around the area looking for sinners, and many became terrified to leave their homes, a worry cemented by the tracks actually going up to the people's doorways before backtracking. So let's talk theory of what they might actually be. Author Jeffrey Household suggested that the tracks might actually be an experimental balloon. The balloon might have left the tracks by dragging two shackles on the end of its mooring ropes. A local man stated that this was the truth, and the reason that it wasn't made public was due to the balloon wrecking a number of conservatories, greenhouses, and windows on its pathway. Now, the downfall to this theory is that it seems unlikely that the balloon would travel the same pattern that the tracks seem to take over the course of the 100 miles. Also, wouldn't the shackles kind of get stuck in a tree or wrap around something as it moved around? It did go through people's gardens, so I imagine it would have to get stuck on something as it moved around the garden and above the wall and went through all the forests. I mean, it's bound to have gotten stuck, more than likely. Theory two, on the other hand, is that it was hopping mice. Also known as wood mice, these rodents are native to Europe and northwestern Africa. They are known to inhabit forests, grasslands, and cultivated fields, and they tend to seek out wooded areas in the winter. They are also known to be nocturnal, which is a point for this theory, as the tracks were made at night. The wood mice is also known to build nests of plants and live in buildings during harsh seasons and weather. So maybe the mice were looking for shelter during the coldest winter and blizzard. The wood mice are also known to leave cloven footprints due to the motion of the animal's limbs when it jumps. So yeah, this sounds relatively feasible, but speculation doesn't stop there. Let's move on to one of my favorites, and that is these footprints are from a kangaroo. Reports that line up with the time that the footprints had been found state that a couple of kangaroos escaped from a private menagerie slash collection of wild animals at Sidmouth, a good 32 minutes away by car, and 5 hours and 10 minutes by walking. This seems highly improbable, and was actually disproved by the reverend who even brought the topic into question. Reverend G.M. Musgrave stated that he wanted to distract his church's concern about a possible visit from the devil, and thought that a visit from a kangaroo would help settle the minds of the villagers. I mean, I know they are semi-violent, but I would love to meet a kangaroo over a devil, so yeah, sign me up. Supposedly, this is a popular occurrence to the point that they call it Phantom Kangaroo. Mysterious kangaroo footprints have been found in France during the 1970s, Japan between 2003 and 2010, New Zealand in 1831, United Kingdoms has a ton of sightings in 1930s, 1970s, 2000, 2007, 2013, and 2015. There has also been sightings in the United States during 1934, 1974, 1978, and later in 2013. It's believed that most of them are caused by escaped zoo or circus animals, or that it was a publicity stunt by local businesses using photographs from Australia. Or, it could just be mass hysteria, and the mind playing tricks on people. But I digress. That the footprints, though probably due to either an animal or some kind of weather condition, has been seen multiple times throughout the centuries. Another sighting was on March 5th, 2009. Found again in Devon, England, a local resident claimed to have discovered the same line of hoof tracks imprinted into the snow. 
the tracks went from the woman's window to leaving her yard and continuing for another 70 yards till they disappeared. Graham Inglis, a biologist with the Center for Fortean Zoology, examined the tracks but couldn't come up with an animal that could make the same tracks. He declared it wasn't paranormal, but couldn't quite prove that it was a rabbit's footprint, which is what he believed it was. Other sightings have even been in Everberg, Belgium in 1945, where the tracks went on for miles across the forest, fields, a frozen stream, and over deep snowdrifts that showed no sign of an animal's body weight sinking or being buried in the snowdrift. All that was there were the tracks left behind. Even before the first note of hooven footprints in Devon, Captain Sir James Ross recorded the same tracks in 1840, being founded in the remote Kerguelen Islands in the southern Indian Ocean. The captain was there to document the island, but was shocked that the footprints did not match any of the animals he had discovered. All he found on the island was insects, seabirds, and seals that sat along the coast. And even further, people in the same region of Devon speculate that the devil came to visit again in 1638. Also called the Great Thunderstorm of Widecombe in the Moor, the local church of St. Pancras was struck by a ball of lightning during a severe thunderstorm. Of course, there was an afternoon service going on at the time, and four people were killed and 60 injured, with the building being also severely damaged. The legend goes that the sky became dark, and a great ball of fire ripped through the window and tore parts of the roof open. The lightning bounced through the church, killing people in its path. The priest, George Lyde, was unhurt, but his wife was killed and burned alive. The head of local warner, Robert Mead, struck a pillar so hard that it left an indentation. His skull was completely shattered, and his brain fell out. Another man was thrown violently against a wall and died that night, while his son, sitting next to him, was completely unhurt. Some are said to have suffered burns to their bodies, but not their clothes. A dog is reported to have run out the door, being hurled around as if by a small tornado and fallen dead to the ground. With all of these weird reports of the injured and dead, people speculated that the devil had visited due to a pact he had made with a local gambler, Jan Reynolds. The deal was that if Jan fell asleep in the church, the devil could have his soul. And guess what Jan did? He nodded off during the service that day. But it also could have been because four people were playing cards during the church service, and the devil came to collect their souls. Another odd, connected report is that the devil stopped by the Tavistock Inn on his way to do his business. He had stopped for directions, and a nice mug of ale at the inn. The landlady reported a visit by a man in black with cloven feet riding a jet black horse. The stranger ordered a mug of ale, and it hissed as it went down his throat. He finished his drink, put the mug down on the bar, where it left a scorch mark, and left some money. After the stranger had ridden away, the landlady found that the coins had turned to dried leaves. The devil tethered his horse to one of the pinnacles of the Wycombe Church, capturing the sleeping Jan Reynolds, and rode away into the storm. As they flew over nearby Birch Tor, the four acres from Jan's playing cards fell to the ground, and today, if you stay at Warren House Inn, you can still see four ancient field enclosures, each shaped like the symbols from a pack of cards. So the takeaway is that something is certainly playing pranks, but whether that's the devil or not, only time will tell. But this isn't the only story of the devil leaving behind a little clue of his possible visits. 
There is even a cathedral in Germany that states they have a genuine visit from the devil as well. In Munich, Germany, a beautiful Gothic church sits in the middle of a very busy city. Frauenkircher is an iconic church with domed towers and beautiful Gothic architecture. Due to the city administration prohibiting buildings taller than 99 meters, the church is the tallest building in the city center. Its construction started in 1468, and the lead architect was Jörg von Halsbach, a German bricklayer from Poling. The Frauenkircher Cathedral was constantly facing money issues during its construction, and was in a state of repair and build for the next 20 years. But it would finally be complete and consecrated in 1494. Yet, the cathedral housed one peculiar attraction that even survived the bomb raids and destruction of World War II. Called the Devil's Footprint, this odd attraction can be found on a singular tile at the entrance of the cathedral. The tile houses a black mark that resembles a footprint. The footprint left a deep impression in the tile. So how did the church end up with this footprint? And why would the devil go into this cathedral? Legend goes that the architect, Jörg von Halsbach, grew frustrated with the lack of money for the construction of the cathedral. Feeling that he was at his last straw, Halsbach went looking to find a sponsor for the cathedral and ended up instead making a bargain with the devil. The devil would provide funds for the construction, but his terms was that the cathedral would not have any windows and would be a celebration of darkness. No light should shine through the building. The construction would go on as planned, and when the work was complete, Halsbach led the devil through the cathedral to observe the work he had finished. At first glance, everything was dark, and the only light came from the candles in the cathedral. But as they stepped forward into the cathedral, the devil noticed that the columns on the side were hiding the windows that adorned the side of the cathedral. On top of that, the center window was said to have been covered by a high altar that would have obscured the window at the end of the church. In rage, the devil repeatedly stomped his foot into the tile, realizing that he could not enter the consecrated church any further. The devil would leave his mark in the entrance of the cathedral, and still can be seen today. It's also speculated that the devil rushed outside and manifested evil spirits in the wind to rage continuously around the church and that the evil spirits in the wind still blow around the church to this day. Now let's talk a bit about debunking. Issues have popped up that the altar that used to cover the window was only on display between 1620 to 1858. So that would mean that the devil would have seen the middle window at the end of the cathedral right away. Another issue is with the mark itself. The tile that houses the black footprint does not match the surrounding tiles or any part of the cathedral. Due to World War II, the cathedral has gone through many renovations, and the last known renovation was in 1994. Even the current warden of the church has admitted that the footstep you see today is actually a reconstruction, but won't declare what it is a reconstruction of. So take the story with a grain of salt, and if you are ever in Munich, maybe stop at Frauenkircher Cathedral and take a look for yourself. You may just see the devil walking around, fuming at being tricked by a simple human. Well, that's it for this week's topic. Hope you guys enjoyed a little speculation and pondering on the Devon and Frauenkircher legends. I'm more on the non-believer side, but I do think it's interesting what happened in Devon 
and it only happens when it snows. I do believe in Bigfoot and the abominable snowman, so I guess this isn't that far off that I could possibly believe it, but I'll let you guys make your own opinion. There's a really good Reddit post on this, actually, that I have included in my source notes, so if you guys want to see more theories on what people believed has happened, you can find that, as well as any source notes for the episode at eccentricextinct.com. If you like this podcast or have constructive criticism, please leave a rating on either Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. These help me know that you guys like the direction slash topic that I'm doing, as well as help me improve each episode with feedback. If you want to see visuals, clues, bad puns, other podcast recommendations, and just me being odd, follow along on my Facebook and Instagram at eccentric.extinct and on Twitter at eccentricxtinct. I'm still working on the Twitter because I'm... I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm not used to using Twitter, uh, so it's a slow roll process. And finally, email me at eccentricextinct at gmail.com if you have any topics you'd like me to cover or if there's a podcast you think I should check out for my media of the week. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. I hope you guys have a great spooky rest of the week and stay out of trouble. I bid Vale. <laughs>